Welcome back, you gentle viewers. This is um Boys and Ghouls Film Review. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight we'll be reviewing um, Phantom of the Moor, Eric's Revenge. There, it's a 1989 horror film. Now, it's not the best one, but it's... It's worthwhile doing a review on it. It does have some redeeming qualities. But it's really but good. It's, it's not top of the pile. It's sort of a, a midway, you know. I think it's pretty interesting. Yeah. A modern adaption of an old yeah, story. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to do the podcast. Because, yeah, it's taken the old fan of the um, opera story and brought it into a modern concept. A little bit like... Um, What's that, Phantom of the Paradise? Hmm. They did the same sort of thing. They brought it into a more contemporary yeah, environment. If you haven't worked mm. it out, guys, Phantom of the Paradise is a, another adaption of Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, I just too. implied that. I know. Phantom of the Paradise. But they, there are some people out there who know. They know how to know. go online and have a look at Phantom of the Paradise and see what it is. I know okay. that, Mike, but you never know. So there are some people out there who, who don't never, have a computer. Well, how who, are they listening to us? Good point. Uh-huh. But, right. but some people out there <laughs> never know because they never watched it. I don't go and have a look. Actually, that, actually, I think Fan of the Paradise is a better movie than this one. Yeah, which we might, we might review that later too. Because I get a few comments here and there on uh, from our last few listeners, and they told me that some of these movies we reviewed so far, they never heard of up until now, but now that they yeah. heard about it, they're going to go watch them. Yeah, and that's what we're, tr- we're trying to do. Well-known movies, new and older ones, uh, because some people, a friend of mine who's sadly no longer with us, he never got into franchise movies. Uh, so he, he missed out on Star Wars, Alien and all, all that sort of stuff. Uh, and there's probably other people out there who say, oh, I don't go, that sort of, I don't do that, I don't do something else. And th- so many movies slip under the radar and these yeah. people miss some mighty fine product. So that's why we choose, hmm. like Alien, uh, another movie yeah, and there, popular and less popular movies and there might that, be and there might be some people out there who yeah. may have heard of Phantom the Opera but they're not into the idea of a a mutated um, guy who's wearing a mask and hiding in an opera house some people may like it others may yeah. not see the original movie was uh, I think it was actually made as a movie the novel I mean uh, was actually I don't was next I don't think it was actually written as a horror theme more like a suspense thriller sort of drama sort of thing. And it was taken uh, and made a silent film using Lon Chaney. Mm-hmm. And a couple of years later, they had one of Claude Rains in it. Mm. Then later on, they had one of Herbert Lom, my favourite one. That's a Hammer production one. Yeah, we've already reviewed that's that one. That's really good. I back. like that. Um, to me, that's my favourite version of the old style. Yes, so um, should we get into who oh, yeah, yeah, directed but anyway, I'm, I'm, and I'm just going, it, yeah, just and saying, whatever. It's a very popular theme. Um, but now... People to bring uh, bring it into the modern century. world, more twenty first century now, or mm. whatever. Mm. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's a, it's a good subject, uh, taken from a book, and I keep saying all the best movies and stories are taken from a good book or a very good story before it became a screenplay. Anyway, that's my bit. Now here we go. Okay, right here we go. Uh, produced by Thomas Fries or Freeze Fries, uh, Robert Costa, and Paul Little. Directed by Richard Friedman. The screenplay by Scott Sneed. I think that's the right pronunciation. Tony Markerman and Robert King. Now, the story was by Scott uh, Sneed, 
who was also the guy who wrote screenplay. So he he wrote the story, and it was a good story, and 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 it, it sort of morphed into a screenplay. Mm. Uh, and Frederick Ulrich uh, assisted <laughs> in the uh, story as well. Mm. Now budget. Box office got no idea. It, I think, it went for a very, very short run and went straight to DVD because it wasn't very popular. Hmm. Do you think it that's was? That's my gut feeling. Do you think it was on television or? No, no. It, it, it says, I think it was. It says it was released, and a month or two later it went to DVD. Oh. So it sounds to me like it hit the theater, wasn't very popular, and then it went. Yeah, mm. uh, that's I'm not sure. It may have oh, gone straight Mike, to DVD. Before we were discussing, before we started recording, we were discussing whether it was really um, that it's available. Was it available on Amazon? I think we were discussing uh, that. Now this is uh, I usually do that at the end. I know, however, but this seems to be a very important thing in case these now, viewers in, want to listen now, in to this, it. In this instance, uh, on Amazon, I don't think it's available. I couldn't see any. Okay. On eBay, it's hard to get and damn expensive. However, you might find it on other uh, sites hmm. or you can get a fair quality um, version on YouTube. Yeah, there's, so, those are your yeah. alternatives, but guys. I would, um, I'll, personally, I'd go to YouTube first <laughs> if you can't find a streamer who might have it, you know, some, yeah. somebody who supplies yeah, movies. Yeah, most of the movies yeah. I, I often... Yeah. Fine, especially the rare quality ones. And I mean, not quality yeah, ones. The rare, the yeah, rare yeah. ones that are out there. I just go directly to YouTube in case yeah. I can't so find the them online. Only, my only problem with I YouTube mean, is the people who put them on don't care about the quality. And some of them are hard to watch. They're grainy or blurry or yeah, they're really bad. I mean, a little bit, a little bit more quality would be nice on YouTube. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, yeah. anyway, now, let's get back uh, to the cast. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, getting, getting moving right along, folks. The box office budget got no idea. Um, now, I won't go through everybody, but the main people are okay. Played by Derek Rydell, played Eric Matthews, alias the Phantom of the Mall. Hmm. He was a, a young guy who got damaged in a fire, but that'll 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 be covered when Sarah tells your story. Yeah. Uh, Carrie Whitman plays Melody Austin, who's Eric's girlfriend. She um, she plays an interesting part. It's not a big part, but an interesting part. Now, the naughty guy, uh, Jonathan Goldsmith plays Harv Posner. He's the mall owner. He's a really nasty piece, but yeah. all will be revealed when Sarah mm-hmm. gets into the tell of the story. Mm. Um, let's see, like, da, da, da. Rob Estes makes a uh, appearance in here as Peter Baldwin, a reporter. Is he related to Alec Baldwin? <laughs> I don't know. It's an actor's name. It's, it's, it's a role. Yeah. It's a character's name. I, don't know. I won't go through anybody else there, mainly because I don't think they're worthwhile going through everybody. Um, what about... Um, wait a moment. Now, there's a guy who plays a really nasty guy, like a henchman to... The mall owner, Gregory Scott Cummins, plays Christopher Volker, the nasty, nasty security guard, come uh, what we executioner, what <laughs> nasty guy. Um, he's really bad. And um, Morgan Fairchild is very popular back in those days. Still uh, played Mayor Karen Wilton. Yeah, I've seen her in a number of movies, including. Um um, a, sl- a slash another horror movie yeah. that back in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. 
She's been around a while. Yeah, Morgan. Anyway, Iris. No, I see Iris. Um, there's two again. free more characters here. I didn't that want to go for Iris. Okay, Dante Andre played a piano player. No, guys. not him. I was referring to <laughs> oh, the other people. Yeah, but they're only bit roles. They're, yeah, they're not they're, major roles. Yes, they are. No, they play don't. our free last main characters. Okay, Paulie Shaw plays Buzz, a friend of Eric and Melody. And. Wait a minute. Because they play the main Kimber role. Kimber Sisons plays Susie, a friend of Eric and Melody. Mm. Uh, Tom Fridley plays Justin, Posner's son. Uh, and Dante Andre plays a piano playing guy who stalks females and tries to rape them. Okay. I just mean that there were three more main but characters they main there. Characters. You, you say, ah, Mike, you were paying attention. I was paying attention. Yes, and you kept m- missing the famous characters. Oh, they put the they main ones. Not, I they were just they not putting the main ones in. They were just at the bottom, sadly enough. I, re- I reorganised them. them actually in order of priority. Well, they weren't arranged properly. The piano guy didn't even get a name in yeah. the credits. Anyway, the moving on. <laughs> so, anyway, I'll start the story off. <laughs> Shut up. It's <laughs> Sorry. So the story begins where uh, Eric Matthews is actually in the school gym doing his... He's kind of an, uh, um, an athlete, and he's very strong and very uh, masculine. Very yeah, yeah cool. he's a very all-round sports type guy. He's very does gymnastics and stuff, and yeah, yeah, he's really good. Hence, and he has his girlfriend Melanie, and she's very supportive in him. And his friend Buzz and Susan are there. They're supporting him in his gymnastic stuff. Yeah. Later on, we watch Melanie and um, it's Eric. Melody. Melody, sorry. Not Melanie. I'm sorry. I ha- I know a friend named Think Melody. The song. La, 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 Shut up. Melody. You want me to hit you now? No. <laughs> okay. Later. So anyway, they... oh, please beat me. No. So Eric and um, Melody um, <laughs> head off to his house, and there's a sign there that indicates that there's going to be a mall built there soon. Hint, hint. And Eric finds a notice on his mum, his mum and dad's door that says. Um, well, it doesn't say anything. It just says these guys, the real estate guys, are hassling his parents. Yeah, they want they want them to sell. They're the, I think they're the last house in the area, hmm. right where they want to build the mall, and yeah. they're stopping the project from going yeah. forward. I think hmm. that Melanie, I mean, I mean, Eric's mum and dad, they probably don't want to sell because for sentimental reasons. My theory, or maybe the price wasn't right. Yeah, because uh-huh. I don't know what the prices they would have given them. It could have been an unfair price. They won't be able to buy a new house anywhere I mean, if in the, the area. If the house is worth, say, $400,000, I'll give you $400,000 for the house, that's all it's worth. Hmm. Where's the incentive to move? I'll give, your house is worth four hundred, but I'll give you 500 if you move. There's an incentive. Hmm. I'd move. Yeah. <laughs> and then we flash forward, say, t- one year later, and the mall's built, and... You did say you didn't mention the house being burnt down? Yeah, the, the the house that Eric lived in with his parents had been burnt down. Yeah, and while we, Eric and his folks were in it. And Melanie, um, she has, um, uh, well, she she remembers the event. She was there, but no one believes her. Somehow the police um, ignored her fact that there was an arsonist in the yeah, area. Yeah, she said she saw a guy hanging around, and they did... I, we think, possibly, that the mayor, who has an interest in the mall squashed it a bit because yeah. I mean I, th- I believe I'm not quite sure uh, in America well, I get the impression that the mayor uh, has say over what the police do in the local area mm. yeah I think yeah. yeah. so they buried um, 
the case as well as Eric, so to speak. Technically, they, Te- they said he's dead, and they they put an uh, they put him to rest along with his family. Yeah. Meanwhile, someone or something is stalking in the mall's um, air vents and stuff. Yeah, yeah he's using the air vents. Yeah, you, know, you see all those movies where someone's crawling for an air vent. Really, you know, those big uh, metal tubes through the yeah. ceilings and whatever. Yeah. yeah, great, great idea. Yeah, 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 but they're quite bigger in this one. Like, you could probably just just not really crouch down, like, no. or you'll crawl around they, in the they, air vent. They are different sizes, but I think they're about a metre square. Yes. I think about that. Yeah. But they might be bigger ones. Hmm. I think how much airflow I've got to get through them. Yeah. yeah, and the interesting thing about this scene is that this yeah. uh, mysterious person, he takes the mannequin head off one of the... Um, Mannequin bodies. Uh, that's really an interesting part to the story, so to speak. Uh-huh. And he also takes a crossbow and some other stuff along with him. And while he's doing this, a security guard approaches him and he comments about his face being, this is not Halloween, yada, 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 in a nasty, uh, sarcastic yeah, manner. Yeah, nasty dude, yeah. And then, dear, then he ta- the guy mysterious guy takes an arrow from the crossbow and stabs him in the um the neck yeah not very nice however then he we watch him pull the body and discards it and we, that's the last time yeah. we see that security guard yeah. well we find him later on in a pile of other bodies later on don't yeah. we yeah, yeah, yeah next morning i think we watch melanie um yeah, Melanie, um, um, applying for a job at a sort of cafe, I think. Yeah, well, it, this new mall has only just opened. They're still hiring staff. Hmm. So Mel- M- Melody and her friend Bugalugs, Susie. Uh, Susie, and her friend Buzz, uh, who's... are all applying for jobs there. Yeah, yeah. F- mm. to in order to get money and probably go to college, yada, 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 stuff. stuff like that. That's, as these nice, good, wholesome kids will do. Yeah, her, her friend Susan, she got a job as a sales assistant, I in, think. In a fashion area, was it? Yeah, fashion Yeah, dresses and stuff, yeah. And Buzz, he's working the yogurt stand. Yeah, yeah, ice cream, yogurts, whatever. Yeah, yeah whatever. Milkshakes, yeah, whatever. sodas, yeah. Yeah, the mayor is yeah. and the owner of the mall are just announcing, we opened the mall, hooray! And the grand opening's on the 4th of July, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah although the... Sh- the the, um, the the store is practically open and get and customers are running walking in and out here and there. Oh well, no. Well, you have people people coming in, but the official opening. Hmm, I see. The official opening. Okay, the official. Not necessarily. Uh, that can happen, say, that a couple of days or a week yeah. later. So yeah, it's yeah. on the fourth of July and everything, and the mayor is going around the stores saying this that they're going to make some expansions on the um. This is wonderful for the community and all. He's saying all the right things. Yeah, you never think about it. But is there another reason why she's so happy about it? Or will be revealed later. Yes. So anyway, um, so Melanie is enjoying herself and she meets up with a a reporter or a photographer, reporter, whatever. And he knows her and he says... Tells her about. I remember you. You were at this fire and um, about a year ago. About a year ago, yeah. and you were acting her hysterical and stuff. And he she says, "Oh, you mean the fire that's where my boyfriend and my her his parents got killed?" Yada yada yada. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and he says, "Where's the um?" He remarks that 
This is the where, exactly where the um, fire took place. The right where that building was. Mm. And then as they're heading towards her locker, there lock. There's lockers, obviously. Yeah, lockers where where she puts her clothes and stuff or bags. She then yeah. finds some orchids, yeah, rare then, ones. Yeah, well, not rare ones, just orchids. Well, yeah. not rare ones. I mean, they're expensive. From well, what orchids makes are sense. expensive. Hmm. Just a big bunch of orchids. Yeah, and she she kind of has a bit of a moment there because. She, her boyfriend is the only. Her ex-boyfriend used to give her orchids. Yeah, because he had, he 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 was in touch with his feminine side. <laughs> yeah, aha, <laughs> uh-huh, funny. Anyway, moving well, on. Um, then we get another scene where she's in her. Um, she's marring this beautiful dress, purple one. This was really, really relevant in this movie. Yeah, well, yeah because it was too expensive, and she wanted to save money for college. Yeah, her friend is like saying, "Oh, it's so spontaneous. Go." It's spontaneous. Yes. Yeah. Go and buy it. You'll buy enjoy it. it. I'm saving yeah. up for college. And who knows yeah. what, what when you're going to use it? <laughs> so, well, you know, going to be buried in. <laughs> anyway, uh, later, later after hours, I guess she goes to her car, and as she's trying to get it started, she sees a box on her on the seat next the to her. Yeah, the seat. There's a nice big box. A bag. Yeah, mm, and inside and inside is the beautiful dress she was eyeing before. Yeah, the right size too. Mm. And when she, suddenly her car doesn't start, so she gets out to check the. What were you saying? What was wrong with it? You said something. Oh no! Well, wait, she was carrying. She would have been <laughs> flooding it, but she, someone's probably taken the uh, cable off the distributor, or take the rotor off, or yeah. yeah anyway, yeah. so she gets out, and then someone attacks her. Yeah. And we don't know a masked man. And but then, um, someone on the on one and of the car park's roofs shoots an arrow into his shoulder. Yeah, like a little um, you know, little um, what do you call them? Crossbow. Arrows. A little crossbow, small one. Yeah, like two back users. Yeah. One night, and he goes wacko, and he, this guy gets an arrow in his shoulder, and he runs away. Yeah. And then the, this girl, uh, Bugalugs, uh, what's her name again? Uh, Melody. Mel, 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 Melody turns around, Melody. and her saviour is gone. Yeah, and the mm. mayor's there, who's there after hours too, and she tells her that she'll give her a lift home and surely report the whole incident, maybe. Of course. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, the mayor, meanwhile, the owner has problems of his own. So one of the security men's got badly killed and his eyes are pl- popped out. Yeah, so I wonder who did that. And mm. it says on his chest, there's a note on it saying, eye for an eye. Yeah, that's hint, right, hint. it did. And he then decides to call in um, someone we don't know. Well, we don't, well, someone we didn't know. But it, all, it comes out later on that he's... He's been there all the time, behind the scenes. Yeah, see, it's the g- same guy who set the fire on said, Eric's house. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he actually phoned him at this point to get rid of the body and, and get rid of the traces of anything <laughs> happening there. Doesn't want any bad press, so he's a cleaner as well. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. meanwhile, while this is happening, Melanie keeps being getting bad dreams about her her last moments with Eric. She's still grieving over him and all that stuff. Uh, sex scenes as well. In the yeah, yeah it's, the scene is very pretty. It's real, It's like romance. Uh, romantic Aww. with candles and nice warm lighting. Silk sheets, satin sheets, whatever. Stuff like that. Aww. But every time she dreams it, she gets a... F- there was fire and it looks creepy. It yep. starts off beautifully yeah. and then it gets into a really creepy mode. Well, yeah. not creepy, just um, it's creep, it's scary. It's getting a bit creepier in the movie. Yeah. The faces start changing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, yeah. she starts getting closer to Peter, and Peter 
uh, eventually hears about what the attack and her saviour, and he starts piecing it together bit by bit. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Yes. Of course, Buzz tries to talk him out of having, you know, do, doing anything with her because... Leave her alone. She's gone through enough. What a good boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he even shows him um, a bit of um, security, um, some stuff behind the, secu- behind the scenes. Yeah, that's, that's CCTV there. And he, he snuck in there while the security guards were out doing a patrol or something. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was really interesting. It has even that special music, that's that special... Uh, music that music. Loud, see the, the special music where it hides a hidden message. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. He, he, he turns on. Oh yeah, it's music. He take the music out and un, <laughs> uh, un, unbeknownst to the people listening to it, there was sublimal, subliminal message in there about buying this and buying that, and that was a, a form of advertising they used to sneak into the films when you yeah. go to the theatre. You'd actually put a couple of frames here and there, not enough for your eyes to register, but your subconscious would pick up on it mm. and say, you are getting hungry, you're getting thirsty. People would go running out to the... Food court. The food, the, the food thing, the confection area, buy popcorn and drinks and ice creams and stuff. And that's how mm. they, uh, the more unscrupulous uh, film uh, guys uh, made money at their theatres. Yeah. Mm. And interesting thing about this music that was played in this scene, it's actually been used in an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. It's nothing sacred. Oh, no. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So eventually, um, Peter does eventually encounter the man who is was the arson, but now he's acting as one of the security men. Yeah, but he's filling in the role there, but it's so he can... Yeah. I suppose keep an eye on things. Yeah, possibly. one gleaming feature about this guy he's got an is he's got a, a silver earring in yeah, his ear. Yeah, one ear. His left ear, right ear, whatever it was. I don't know. It's very different. Yes. Like little, little, uh, little, little, I think uh, Melanie yeah. described it as a religious symbol. Yeah, but it looks like a plate, like uh, like a cartouche uh, in Egypt, Egypt, like it's sort of long and round. Yeah. But in one ear. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I wasn't really paying attention to the symbol myself. Mm. Melanie probably had a better idea of what. Well, she's been a very good student at school, knew all these things. I see. Kitties go to school, learn. So next time you're at the shopping mall and someone's chasing you, you can identify them. Yeah. Meanwhile, while this Mm. is happening, he takes a photo. It's not a really good photo because it's blurred. He then gets chased by this very security guard throughout the mall until he eventually runs into the mirror and pretends to take her photo. Well, he does take a photo, but he uses her as an excuse for the security guy doesn't monster him. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. He then gets it printed and shows it to Melanie later on. And, of course, it's very blurry and it's hard to identify this man, especially his earring. Yes. Yeah. How about his ear? Mm, good point. <laughs> anyway, and meanwhile, while this is happening, another murder takes place with the mall's owner's son, who's a total douchebag. Oh, he's, he's a wanker. Huh? He's terrible. He's Pain in the neck, everything. Yeah. Walks over his father, does whatever he likes, yeah. annoys everybody at the shopping complex, you know. Yeah, mm. and quite and annoyed a lot of the um, shop owners. That one in there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm amazed that the the uh, the boss of the mall doesn't doesn't bother to get security ban him from the mall. What's his dad? Yeah. His dad's got the he, he he's got the uh, what's he his son just walks over him. Practically. I'm sorry, it's just wrong, wrong, wrong. Yeah. Meanwhile, while well, he was roll. 
um, you were skateboarding through the complex, uh, and then um, um, a lasso gets... It was after hours, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah after yeah, hours, yeah. and a lasso gets lodged around his throat, and he suddenly gets yeah, pulled up yeah, the... Yeah, yeah, Eric uh, was the... the uh, escalator. Yeah, yeah Eric was standing there. Yeah, was, yeah. He saw Eric doing it. Yeah, we he, watched it. Yeah, he, he lassoed him. And the old... West <laughs> rodeo style. He got him really good too, and yeah, he and, choked to death. And he, he put the other end of the rope into the top of the escalator, and he got dr- dragged down through the mechanisms there. So it just dragged this douche bag up the escalator and finally snapped his neck. Yeah. Or choked him, or both. Mm. Hmm. Anyway, that was an awesome kill. Yay! It's not like the guy in Jurassic Park been eaten by a T Rex. Everyone said, "Yay!" Yay. I think we've discussed that more than once. <laughs> so anyway, whatever. Melanie, they're in their car talking about more about the the guy and more about the moment she, she saw him back at Eric's house, and she tells them about the whole incident, how she and her boy were in. A boyfriend were in his her his room. They're about to do it, the dirty deed. Did they? Ah. But then they smell smoke, and they and Eric and Melanie they they quickly try to climb out through the window. Well, he 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 helps her out the window, but the room's on fire by this time. Yeah. And he he wants to get his mum and dad, but he can't. And oh. before he has a chance to do anything else, part of the roof caves in on him. Or something, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Burying and, uh, him and uh, and his family. And she in, falls to the ground off the you know, first level and yeah, uh, knocks and, herself out. And, yeah, and she sees him. Eventually, the security guard gets wind of them in the parking lot, and he know he re- recognizes Melanie straight off. <laughs> yeah. Eventually. Attractive girl. Yeah. Eventually, um, Peter and Melanie they they get the better of him, and they start a, sort of a. Um, um, a car chase in the parking lot. Yeah, and it goes on. Yeah, a typical car chase in the car park. Yeah. And smashing cars and whatever. But when they come out of the car park uh, to another area, Eric jumps on the roof of the naughty guy's car, mm. trying to stop him or just, uh, to <laughs> distract him and whatever. Mm. And uh, it gives uh, his girlfriend and uh, the other guy, Peter, is it? Yeah. Uh, a chance to uh, get, away. get away. Eventually, they mm. arrive at the mayor's ha- um, house and tell them what their findings. And uh, she's a little not still not believing their story so much. However, she said, oh, she acted like she was partly in her story. Well, if you keep me informed of what's going on. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. So later on, she, um, um, the, the mall's owner is a little annoyed that, that about the behavior of this, of the, um, substitute security man and he says that he didn't want hire him to um act ape during in the during the mall when when the mall was what language are you speaking well he's acting i mean the guy is practically yeah. driving through a park park knocking down customers yeah. and ki- probably he, hurting people the security guards out of control that's i think that's what she's trying to say folks yes anyway later the next day uh he soon um is in ordinary clothes and he's in melanie's um, the, work area. Yeah, was it a work area or a cafe? She um, the her? cafe she's working in. Was it, oh, I thought it was a, a, no, a fashion area. No, that's oh, her friend Susan. That's right, Susan's a fashion area. Sorry, yeah. mom's sake, carry on. Okay, yeah, so um, Melanie quickly goes, um, I guess, into the staff area to like, dial and phone Peter, telling him he's in the uh, shopping mall. And, and guess who followed the telephone? 
Yeah, uh, the bad man. Uh, uh, and he starts um, struggling with her. It looks like attempted rape on my part. Oh, oh way to go. No. Anyway, uh, she struggles. Eventually, Eric appears and he starts fighting him like he was a... Like he knows jujitsu or something. Whatever karate, whatever. But he to be, because in the beginning that's what Eric was. He was an all round sports guy. He knew a bit about martial arts, track and field. He was really fit. Yeah, work out the. Mm. He used to he seen working out there stuff I couldn't and never have done when I was young. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. He then eventually gets this guy inside um, a garbage press, I think, and then chops his head off. Uh, yeah, it's one of those. It's a cardboard press, I think. Yeah, it? I think. Yeah, no, you put your cardboard out and cracks it down so it doesn't take up any space. Yeah. And this little thing comes down there over his head, neck area, and knocks his head off. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, eventually... I'm to have to re- recycle that. I don't know. Okay, well, eventually, um, um, Eric takes Melanie down to his lair down below in the sewer, I think. So, now, that, that's the part... Of I don't know whether it's in a room at the bottom down the back of the basement area somewhere mm. or somewhere underneath the building which could be part of an old sewer network or part of his old house basement we don't know where he is mm. i got no freaking idea <laughs> yeah anyway we he melanie of course is passed out and i don't know how long she wakes but she eventually wakes up and sees him He's not playing music, just like the real Phantom of the Opera. He's working out. He's working out, uh, you know, across, what they call them, um, an, um, an shoulder am- uh, press or yeah, something. No, yeah, a shoulder press on, yeah. Yeah, what, yeah. yeah. Yeah, anyway, she approaches him and he freaks out at first, but she, but she eventually ta- he eventually well, takes the mask off and allows him to see her face. And, and she, wasn't, she wasn't totally shocked because he thought, she obviously thought that if it was Eric, he would have been a crispy critter anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. And not to mention his voice. I think, Mike, you explained it to I me. I think his voice was a bit rough because obviously if you were in a, a burning building and a smoke and hot air all around, it would have damaged his vocal cords. Yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. That, that bit of touch of realism there. And it was a touching moment and, um, and I do wish... He then goes on about hysterically about how he's gonna the he blow he's gonna blow up the mall complex and they are gonna stay down there forever. Yeah, in his lair, and she said, "Well, no, it's it, technically she's moved on. She's got on for life. I mean, yeah, but she still misses him. She misses him. She still loved him, but she she can't be a creature of the night, uh, <laughs> or a creature of darkness. A creature of darkness. Uh, so." He wants to live above ground and have a normal life, and he wants to withdraw from society and be much what hermit. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Eventually. Home, I have no home. I've been under despised. Yeah. Yeah. So meanwhile, yeah. Um, Peter go- gets wind that what's happening with Melanie, and he heads down into the to the Phantom's lair. Eventually, the Phantom has a few tricks up his sleeve, just like in the original movie. Just oh, like Mandrake the Magician. Right. Yeah. He ends Barry. up um, um, nearly coming close to being killed by some snakes in a snake pit. Yeah, he, bought, he got some snakes from somewhere. That's another cu- cu- curious thing about the movie. Oh, that reminds me. Yeah. There was a scene with the um, piano player, I should mention, the guy who tried to rape Melanie earlier. Oh, she, you would have liked this one. Yeah. He got um, a snake in the... I won't say where. <laughs> no, 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 this this snorty piano player guy took a break uh, to go to the toilet because his arm was hurting because he had been shot by the uh, arrow earlier, the previous day or whatever. And he went to the toilet to have a dump, whatever, and he's sitting on the throne uh, there. And then Eric 
is in the plumbing behind, on the other side of the wall and drops this, I think it looks like a cobra or something similar, a hooded snake of some, descri some description, and he puts it down the plumbing so it comes up inside the bowl. So he's sitting there hmm. and then this big snake comes out from between his legs. I thought, I thought straight oh. away... Gee, he's got a big one. No, it's the snake. Oh, oh Mike, don't say that. And, not then, and then obviously the uh, guy mine. got bitten by the snake. And well, there you Moving go. Moving on. So, um, so Mike asked me the other day where he got these snakes from. I think that he may have got them from the the from one of the pet shops yeah, on the mall. I don't think a pet shop would have cobras in it. You how, might have a python know? or something, or other a garter snake or something, rather. But I can't imagine a pet store in a shopping mall having deadly cobras in it. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know that. We don't know what kind of snakes yeah. that may have sell yeah, them all. I mean, yeah, I yeah. mean, especially back then. Well, yeah, but still, cobras, yeah. Anyway, moving yeah. back along, Peter Rose, eventually maybe. arrives there, and Eric and Peter, they begin to fight a little bit. A, uh, bit, a big bit. Eventually, um, they he Peter knocks out Eric, and then him and, and Melanie they try to get out through a different area because well, yeah, yeah, through real channels and stuff, and getting yeah. back up into the don't you go fuck up the air conditioning. Yeah, yeah meanwhile, yeah, yeah. Uh, their friends um, Buzz and Susan they get the right idea to go through the air vents, and they get a little lost, but they eventually do find the. They marry others. up to each other. Yeah, they don't say fight and go. Yeah, they eventually yeah, yeah, yeah. head into the. Um, Foyer, yeah, I think, foyer. where all where the full swing of Fourth of July swing. Yeah, and I, and I say this place going to get blown up because by this time they know that Eric's going to blow the place up. Yeah, and uh, and they try to warn everybody. Yeah, they try to warn the mayor, and she pulls out a gun and, on and them. And, and she says, I, "I've got a financial interest in this place. I yeah. don't want you disrupting yeah. anything." They then head up to yeah. the mayor's to the to the own the mall's office. Uh, yeah, the, and, yeah, yeah, and she begins to say that she should not let. Um, this so and so to handle this sort of thing. She she seems to be aware that that of the um, whole well, thing. Yes, yeah, she's aware of the house being burnt down, and everything. she had money invested in this as well. She said, "Hey, if I make money out of this, I don't have to be the mayor here anymore." She didn't want to be the mayor there. It was just a job to her. It's just a, you know, a career move. Yeah. Mm. Eventually, Eric, who woke up, eventually comes down um, one of the um, air shaft, I mean air vents, and throws her head first out the window. Yeah, so three or four floors up, not a bad spot. And dive. she landed mm -hmm. down on a on a spiky thing. Yeah, yeah. Could, wasn't quite sure it was broken glass or some sort of reward or some figure mm. with a, a triangular mm. shard of glass or plastic or something sticking through. It went straight through. What a great aim. Good one, Eric. Yeah, <laughs> me meanwhile, um, Eric knocked out Peter, of course, and he tries to get Melanie to climb out onto the... I don't know what they call that thing at the top of the Oh, just the, the roof support. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, yeah, yeah, yeah that, uh, oh, what do you call it? Not cantilevered. But you know, they got... Don't worry, moving right along. Yeah, they climb yeah. out on there, and Melly's trying to keep her distance from Eric because he's wacko. And meanwhile, the uh, Buzz and Susan, they're already gone to the security office and announced on the um, radio system that there's a bomb in the building. And please leave the building. Of course, the owner kept saying, it's all um, a stunt show, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. blah, yeah. blah, blah. But no one's yeah. believing them, no. and, and they're rushing for the front door or exit. And then Susie and Buzz find a motorbike, a really good-looking one. Awesome. Yeah, look great. Now, yeah. Ooh, that looks great. I wouldn't mind having one of those myself. Me too. Anyway. Anyway, um, Peter eventually revives and he helps Melanie down from the 
roof up there. Yeah, but that roof support thing. That's yeah. trusses. Yeah, trusses. That's the yeah, big yeah. metal trusses. Yeah. And as yeah. um, a final attempt of revenge for Eric, he then Eric jumps onto the banner that's at the top of there and swings down and 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 kicks the um the mall guy, mall guy into um, yeah. into another build another store and he yells at them saying, "Look what you did! Look at what you did!" And he shows him his face. And, says, and then the guy begs and says that... He, oh, I've got money. I'll uh, yeah, give you yeah. lots of money and stuff. I'll eat my words. And then Eric turns with, with a sort of a yeah, blowtorch, like I think. That's a flamethrower A flamethrower yeah. and says, eat this. And he and went... <sighs> and he, and he, t- he set him on fire. What a nice and then thing. The, what a nice um, boy. He looked he, cold, you see. The, yeah, and then he, had, he, he hits his head on some gas... Um, um, what do they call those gas things? The ones that you use for Bubbles? barbecues? A gas cylinder. Gas yeah, cylinder. Yeah, yeah. And they... Bang. And Eric um, ends up leaving the building completely burnt and he ends up falling to his death. Yeah, he got incinerated and he, 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 and, and he fell, stumbled at the door yeah. and fell down over the yeah. balcony and he died himself. Quick, yeah, quickly. Oh. Uh, Melanie and Peter jump onto the... Um, motorcycle the, that buzzes bus right yeah. and they head out the front door or whatever door and just in time and then the <sighs> bomb went off and destroyed the mall yeah wow the end I wanted to have a fire sale after that I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, anyway now that the 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 fire department's there everyone is giving their statements and yada no one believes everybody and um, Melanie and Peter have a romantic moment, and it's sad. <laughs> kissy, kissy, kissy. Yeah, Wonder. and we get we kind of fa- flash back to the mall, and we w- see Eric lying there, dead, dead this time. Yeah, it's uh-huh. a, yeah. No, he didn't move. He didn't wiggle. He's dead, he didn't dead. open his eyes like in those horror movies. Like, he didn't do a Jason Voorhees or a Michael Myers or anything. I bet that's move. probably what was they were thinking in the studio. Is he gonna move? Is he gonna move? Or is he eyes? It no, would have been cool if like, he opened no. his eyes. That was so full. Anyway. Anyway, the I, end. I do no? I do wish sometimes <laughs> that when I was thinking watching this movie, I felt sorry for Eric. He was more of a, a, he victim. Was a victim. He was a victim who wanted to get revenge and re- vengeance be mine, saith the Lord. Well he yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well gee, he stuffed up big he didn't get his vengeance, did he? He did get his revenge. He well, he took he, his revenge on the owner and he took his revenge on the mayor who was responsible yeah, for this. He, but he still didn't get a life out of it, did he? No he didn't. It Re- went bad. Vengeance is never the answer. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, vengeance is never the answer. Now you made a thing. comment to me too. This shopping centre was yes. small was used in another movie. Yeah, it was used in, let me see, um, it was in Back to the Future 2, Terminator 2, and Shopping Mall. There you go. These people... I was even thinking... I won't go to that shop. There's too much thing going on there. Yeah, <laughs> I even remember <laughs> Shopping Mall, and I did think remember some spots around the mall there yeah, yeah. that look faintly familiar. Yeah. Now, but it's probably just my th- now, theory. Now, having said that, um, the film was shot in Southern California... At Sherman Oaks Galleria Promenade Mall, now called the Westfield Promenade, hmm. uh, and Valencia Studios. That was an old warehouse converted for the film. And Al- Alhambra, California was also part of the location shoot. Yeah, there was also yeah. a high school mm. place that was listed in the credits, and we watched a, a different version. We had a different version of the um, Family Opera that didn't include the, um, the bit where... Eric's past. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah there's the, the probably the full version had the the front bit, 
but some of the versions have, have just taken that front bit off and just started the credits, which you lose, what, two or three minutes at the beginning? Mm, three, yeah. three, four minutes, whatever? Yeah, it sets the... It introduces the uh, the four teenagers to a certain degree and in their capacity they were friends and stuff and, and Eric was really, really fit all-around sportsman sort yeah. of that type of stuff. But it does explain yeah. where he learnt how to become so yeah. fit and yeah. stuff. He, he, he would have been... I'd say a top sports student in his school. He's so yeah. fit. Yeah, yeah. If he mm. was given the choice, I guess he would have been given an athlete scholarship or Possibly, something. Possibly. I don't know. It didn't come out in the movie. Anyway, moving right along. Mm. Um, we can't say a lot about it. There wasn't heaps of special effects. Yeah, and I can't find too much um, I, information behind the scenes stuff, either. And, yeah. I would say, though, um, I'd say his makeup was pretty damn good. I it, think it so. It looked pretty. I mean, it, 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 what we saw of it, it didn't get him in every screen. Yeah. Uh, every frame of the movie and yeah. stuff, and but when you saw it, you look like I mean, whoever did his makeup did a pretty good job. Yeah, most of the time when I looked at, before I looked, found the scene at the open beginning. Um, I I never saw him in a clear of light because yeah. most of the time all the other scenes were dark yeah, or it's hard yeah. to see. Yeah, it's only a bit towards the end there that you saw him a couple of times. Because um, you don't know what his face looked like till the end. Yeah, it's pretty, a bit of latex goes a long way, doesn't it? Yeah, but I didn't know whether he was attractive or good looking. Oh, well, we saw him at the beginning of the movie, but we and he went in the flashbacks to bedroom scenes and yeah. stuff. Yeah, he wasn't a bad looking guy, but the makeup, the latex and stuff, and the skull cap there to make him look like he's got no hair on one side of his head, and it was it was well done. I mean, it, I it, it, kind of, it was believable. Um, I did kind of feel sorry yeah. for Eric a lot in this movie. Yep. I mean, being a victim. He and was a victim who went out. To get vengeance and end up dying as well, but but he, he did get he, okay. He got some of the people who are responsible for putting him where he was, but he died in the uh, process. And yeah, and you know, it's you say, it wasn't really worth it for him. He, he died doing it. So it's anyway. just like what you said, Mike, mm. in the past that that money cannot ever bring his family back no, to life. No, that, that that rich guy who built them all. I mean, he said, "I'll give you all this money." What you you took. You burnt down my house. You killed my parents in the fire. You almost killed me as well. Uh, and I'm supposed to say, oh, great, give me a couple hundred thousand dollars. I'll be really happy. Yeah. Shouldn't think so. No. Yeah, no, some people no. who lost loved ones who end up suing someone because they did were responsible yeah, and, for and, it. And, and so that's, so. that's what bugs me a lot of people. Oh, uh, I'm really upset, but if you give me a lot of money, I might feel better. No. no. That's, can I say bullshit? No, yeah. I guess it would. I just said bullshit. Yeah. But it, it, is, but it does seem annoying that yeah, people it's put a money out, grab. Yeah, people put yeah. Um, money ahead of family. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Anyway, move along. All right, moving on. Uh, reception. Every review I have seen says it's a crap movie. Oh, brother. <laughs> no, and I can understand where they're coming from. No, no, no. You got to look at it. It's a good story. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But what they fail to realise, if you're going to do a slasher-type movie or something of a, a, a guy like that, there should have been more violence in it, a more graphic... Um, elements? Element, like, yeah, the way you kill people should have been a little more intense and stuff. They, It was too soft. Uh, yeah, I guess. And that's what, that's where they graded the down. So, what it, did the... It, I just said, no, I'm not going to go for it. I'm going to read through it. They said perhaps the same thing. It was lame because they didn't go the full hog. The thing that you need a demented killer who's going to kill them in really imaginative ways and pretty graphic. And they, they didn't do that in this movie. 
Mm. You see, it's like Goldilocks with three bears. You know, it's like, oh, nice story, and the little girl got away, and mm. everyone lived happily ever after. And, you know, well, okay, he got his vengeance and died, but there's no slasher element in it. There's yeah. no, that action horror, it was not in there. It was just And that's in- why the people yeah. like it. It is interesting, mm. guys, yeah. that um, there is a bit of a teeny, teeny, tiny, minuscule of nudity in it for you, for all these guys not, out there. Not enough. There, uh, there was a scene <laughs> in the sort of um, the woman's dressing room that we um, questioned. No, that, that one of the security guards, the pervert, was actually watching the girls in the dressing rooms. I think the, it was the probably a staff changing rooms for the girls, and he was watching them getting changed hmm. in the uniforms and whatever. Now, I'll say to Sarah, I don't know what it was like. Back- Actually, I don't think it is the woman's dressing room. I think that it was the um, actual... I think that even Melanie was there and she didn't exactly have a... Dr- she was just there shopping with her friend. Well, okay, that must have been... There wasn't an awful lot of people in there chain- taking, put, taking clothes and putting them on and off, so I don't know. Hmm. Uh, so I thought it was that when they get the uniform for each had to ready for the next day. Hmm. Don't know. Didn't say. However, there's a lot of people, a lot of females getting changed into different clothes. Yeah, another. Now, can I finish? Okay, go on. Okay, now, the problem is CCTV nowadays, especially in Australia, one of the right places they don't have it is in the changing area. They might have it in the vestibule just outside the changing areas. Mm hmm but not actually where the people are disrobing. Yeah. And um, I don't know if the rules were back in 1989 in America, but as far as I'm aware in Australia, we've never been able to do that. Another thing mm, I've noticed yeah. about the CCTV, they, they were blue filtered, right? Not always. Well, and no, that's... No, no. Sometimes they can be filtered or they could be monochrome. They could be colour. I don't I know. know. Back I'm... in those days, it would have been monochrome. I know, I, I know, I know. I just meant that in that scene, it was blue filtered in that scene but then we flashed there was a moment where um the phantom is in his room and he's watching cctv f- uh, footage of melanie yeah. and and the footage is in color yeah but he, he, he stole cameras from the camera shop mm, probably it wasn't cctv and necessarily yeah it was, it was just ordinary video yeah cameras. the only problem yeah. with the um yeah. video footage guys is that it looks too i mean uh it looks like it was he was she was shooting um like she was, he was in the same room with her. Almost, yeah. It looked like, yeah. It's like there's a, uh, yeah. Like there was a cameraman behind her when she did some of the be where she was walking. Yeah, and that shots. sort of stuff. Yeah, like someone had a shoulder cam on or something. Yeah, that sort of shouldering yeah, on. Yeah, and yeah. most CCTV guys, they would just um, from, have them in the corners of and, the room. And yeah, use a toggle switch to zoom in and just pivot, pivot the uh, angle of the camera and stuff. But no, not like that. No. Yeah. They did make a little mistake of that bit. It looked mm. like a follow cam instead of a CCTV. Mm. Yeah, so it doesn't make sense why... A little thing. And actually, another point, we, uh, uh, they, um, the reporter guy and um, Melody went and dug up the grave. Oh, yeah, there's this scene, I forgot. Yeah, they, went, they, went, they, they went to the graveyard to find whether Eric's body was actually in the grave. Mm. They opened it up, and lo and behold... No grave. Yeah, I mean, they, no they, body. No body... Oh, he thought, he's a vampire. No, no. no. Um, but the thing is, if everything was above board and he was not found in the rubble, they could, they would not have buried an empty coffin because Eric never made it to the morgue. So it wasn't. there's no explanation in the movie saying why there was a mm-hmm. casket in the ground unless the mayor was instrumental in... Making out that he was dead, 
Hmm. And telling that uh, we want this whole family put to rest hmm. and make it look nice. You know, if a family that's buried together stays together, who knows? I don't uh, know. Who knows? There's no explanation why he yeah. was, why there was like an empty coffin buried. I don't know. It is a bit. It wasn't even a weighted coffin it, with books and stuff in it. Yeah, it's mm. it's a six six thing, guys. Yeah, we just don't know why. Um, so that one, that was a, a thing that gets me as well. Um, this is the things that take away from a movie, and this it's wrong. It just doesn't make sense. And that's why I'm not going to give a good grading later on. <laughs> well, I do think that it was a bit weird. And and it's like old-time filming where you, you see someone, um, you think that's dead, and then you exhume their coffin and you find him gone. I, I mean, it's quite different from... The old movies, like with Vincent Price, and you never question it. But no, yeah, but it's different. Now, you look, 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 let's get one we've actually reviewed. Let's, let's take Psycho. Mrs. Bates was dead. She yes. went to the morgue. They put her in a coffin, and he said, I don't want my mum to go in the cold ground. So he stole the body and put some books and stuff in it to weight the coffin, and everyone thought there was a body in it. Yeah, that's an interesting thought, that okay. too. And in the Vincent Price movies, Roger Corman, you remember him? Uh, they did the same thing. Someone was died, and they, they actually took the body out of the coffin before the coffin went into the ground or went into the crypt. Hmm. But in this case, Eric wasn't even dead. Yeah, but uh, I'm with you on what you said before about the mesh that's trying to make it look like it, the whole family died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of just um, one or... We, the, one went missing. Oh, don't worry about it. Bung him in the ground. Till it's, uh, do we, we, we paid for the burial. Aren't we really good? Or something. Yeah, yeah. That, that didn't even come out either. So, yeah. yeah. A couple of loose ends in the movie. Yeah. Mm, but again, um, I won't pick, I'm not going to pick it to death. I am. Uh, I'm not a troll, but when you're going to make a movie, make it properly. And even the, I have to agree with the uh, critics this time. There wasn't mm. many of them. Even Rotten Tomatoes didn't get in on it. Of course not. They never heard of it. <laughs> so Metacritic's not mentioned. Uh, yeah, so, um, I just think it's... Yeah. Um, um, I'm, while it may have made a few mistakes along the way, I did like the fact it took place in a modern-day setting. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. But the point is that you still got to tell a good story. you still got to be credible. Now, I mean, look, the filming was good. The acting wasn't too bad. All that was good. But you still got to tell a good story and still get a good end result. And I don't think they achieved the good end result with the action and the horror. Yes. And it's supposed to be a horror movie. Okay, okay. So, or well, anyway, moving on, I along. So, um, should we rate this movie? Yes, now? I'm going to give it eight. I normally give it a higher, but there's a few problems with it, so I'm only going to give it eight. And it's lucky you get eight. I like to give it nine and a half. Because he thinks Eric's cute, maybe. It's not just that. I mean, I, I like the fact it's a modern adaption of it. No, and a, even the names are modern a, a little, slightly. And I don't know what parent would name their son Buzz. I I said, Buzz is a nickname. Yeah, probably. Like Benjamin. Her, no, his name could be something totally different, but Buzz is a nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. No, like Buzz Aldrin, he was, uh, I think Buzz Aldrin, was uh, in the first uh, rocket that went to uh, the moon landing. Yeah, and I do uh, like yeah. Melanie, uh, Mel, Mel, Melody. Melody's yeah. name. It's a pretty name. Yeah, not a common name, but it's pretty, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and while um, most of you guys are probably wondering, why couldn't they just call her Christine like they... Yeah, Christina, like in the original book. Or, but mm. I, I can't, I understand why they would not call... Um, Peter Rao, because no respected adult would ever call their kid in America Rao. Who said, 
the, the new Adams Family movies had Raul Julia playing the role of Gomez Adams. He was... There, his name's Raul. Well, he's Raul in Europe. Raul Julia, yeah. Anyway, um, it's, that's a little bit different because um, <laughs> this is a modern day adapt, modern version, and I guess modern names must uh, well, fit. They, they, yeah, they, 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 and Eric? <laughs> Eric, uh, on the other hand, that originally the, the Eric in France is spelt with a K, and yeah. this one is a C, yeah. making a little bit of an American version yeah. of it, yeah. which kind of fits. That's okay. That's okay. Anyway, I've got nothing more to say. Me neither. See, I'm exhausted. I know from it's an awesome movie, and well, I'm it's good. It's a good movie, but it's, it's got some lacking points in it. Now, getting onto availability and stuff. Yeah. Amazon, I cannot find a copy of it. eBay, hard to get, and what what's available is uh, expensive. You got old uh, VHS, you got laser disc, and you might have something else in there. And everybody wants a nun leg for it. Right. So I suggest if you can't stream it from somewhere or find it in a second-hand <laughs> shop or whatever, you get it for a retail outlet somewhere or other, uh, it is on YouTube. But there's a longer version and a shorter version. With, mm. with, the longer version has the intro where uh, Eric's working out in gym and that actually, I don't think it's, it's as clear a copy as a short, slightly shorter one. Mm. So you know, it's up, up to you which, way, which one you do. But yet, the YouTube is probably my first option for this one. I wouldn't normally say that. Yeah. Um, as I often yeah. say, guys, when needs must, yeah, must you must let the dreadful yeah. drive. I'll be, I'll be the first one to say, yeah, yeah, yeah don't download, and uh, and that sort of stuff. Yeah, because obviously, yeah. if you download everything, no one makes their money, and they can't make new movies. But when as yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, usually, well, the first thing that comes to mind when I think about this movie, think about. If you don't have any option, it's always going yeah, for Yeah, then go for torrents and your, your YouTube stuff. But you, the, the best quality is going to be, hopefully, on a DVD or a, uh, yeah, a prime yeah. download or something or other. Yeah. Uh, I just or, get yeah. annoyed that, that mm. even if it's a not um, a w- well-received movie, it should yeah. be given at least a, at least a, be on DVD for audiences to well, watch Well, it was, it. probably. But back in those, it was on VHS, not mm. DVD. But well, I just meant now. Yeah, but now no one's bothered because it's a, it's a crappy movie. Mm. <laughs> it's not a crappy movie. Don't listen, guys. Um, Mike is not Mike is not God. You, that you, the I know audience... Him. I know him. I know him. He's a, he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, I like you guys to be the one to decide whether it's a good movie or not. Do not listen to no, Mike But YouTube, you can get it at the moment. Still, it's available. So... If you hear this, don't get it now before it disappears. Okay? Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, so I definitely advise, guys, watch it on YouTube and set your own opinions for it. Not mine. Yours. Exactly. But it's crappy. Mike, one more word <laughs> out of you and I'll break your teeth. Anyway, I'm finished. You finished? Yes. Anyway, so thanks for listening to this podcast, guys. We'll see you guys for the next one. This is Sarah Stevenson. And Michael. It's been a pleasure talking with you, Sarah. And we'll see you guys for the next one. Bye for now. Bye, guys.